Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Age of Radio. It's only a kick. A jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Because it's sports talk with Cooper and Big Man. Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. This is Big Man. Joining me, as always, is my brother Cooper. Cooper, how you doing, brother? Doing good, man. Hey, we got some AEW for you tonight. Exclusive AEW. How you doing? Yes, sir. I'm looking forward to this. We're going to talk about last week's Rampage and this week's Dynamite. We had some great matches on both cards. As you all know, the, the SummerSlam is tomorrow, mm-hmm. and... We, we will also give you the match card for that as well. Yes. We're not going to give you the rundown since we pretty much gave you the rundown last week, but mm-hmm. we'll we'll give you a rundown of the match card. Yes. We'll remind you of each match. All right. So, are we ready for last week's Rampage? Let's do it. Rampage, baby. Yes, sir. Impact World Championship match to kick off the show. AEW and Impact World Champion. Kenny Omega with Don Callis took on number one ranked Christian Cage. Christian Cage would apply a headlock to Kenny Omega, followed it up with a massive massive shoulder tackle, and then gave him the middle finger. Omega kicked Christian Cage in the midsection and then chopped away at him. Omega would look for a one-winged angel early, and then Christian would try to counter that with the kill switch. But Omega would roll out of the ring to collect himself. Kenny took the driver's seat and tried to, uh, for a sliding baseball drop kick. But the but Christian Cage moved out of the way. Cage would then uh, jump back into the ring and use a sliding drop kick of his own on Omega. Uh, Christian would climb to the top turnbuckle, but Callus would uh, distract him, giving Omega enough time to shove him from his perch uh, position down to the arena floor. Christian Cage would fight off uh, fight up off the mat against Kenny Omega. Cage connected with a snap suplex on Omega. Then the champ answered with a ga- with gouging Christian's eyes. He uh, propped Christian on the top turnbuckle and clubbed him with rights and lefts. Omega tried for a superplex, but Christian was able to dump Omega with a sunset flip powerbomb. Cage uncalled for the kill switch, but Omega hit uh, hit, him in, hit him with a back elbow. There we go. Omega followed that up with a moonsault for a near fall. 
Omega then attempted a one-wing angel, but Christian countered with a reverse DDT. Christian ran in for a spear, but uh, Kenny Omega popped up his knee. He would then powerbomb Christian and crush him with a V-trigger knee, and somehow Christian would kick out. Omega ran in for the V-trigger, but Christian was able to duck. Omega would then collide with the turnbuckles. Omega was fired up, though, and used two Snapdragon suplexes on Christian Cage. Cage retaliated with a frog splash from a near fall on Omega. Callus would try to distract uh, the ref while Omega would hit a low blow on Christian Cage. Omega signaled for the Young Bucks. The Bucks slid, in, slid a chair into the ring. Omega was going to hit the one-winged angel, uh, one-winged angel on the chair, but uh, Cage reversed it with a kill switch on the chair. Again, Christian would page Kenny Omega. Jurassic uh, Express and Jungle Boy, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus ran down to congratulate Cage on his victory. EVP of Impact Wrestling Scott uh, D'Amore climbed into the ring to shake Christian's hand as we have a new Impact World Champion. So a kill switch on the chair, man. That's that, that's, that, that wasn't pretty to watch. I mean... This match was a good match. They, mm-hmm. they they beat the hell out of each other. But you know what? I love the fact that Christian Cage got a one-up on Omega because Omega's been playing dirty lately, so this works for me. Yes, sir. And, of course, uh, Christian Cage is now Impact World Champion, and he's still got his uh, AEW title match against Kenny Omega at the All Out pay-per-view coming up soon. He's already got one match on him, dude. Yes, sir. What's going to happen? Man, uh, Cage is still undefeated in the yeah. AEW right now with that one. I'd love to see uh, Christian Cage as the uh, AEW World Heavyweight Champion. That's right, and don't forget that uh, Cooper is the leader of the Peep Fan Club. <laughs> yes, Peeps, baby! El Presidente Koopa at your service. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, next up we had the TNT Championship match. TNT Champion, God's Favorite Champion. And the Redeemer, Miro, versus uh, Fuego Del Sol. If Fuego Del Sol wins the match, he'll also earn a full-time AEW roster contract. Fuego Del Sol uh, surprised Miro with a Tornado DDT at the start of the match. He would follow it up with a second Tornado DDT. Miro would be rocked, seeing stars on the arena floor. Miro was almost counted out, but slid back into the ring before the ref got to the 10 count. And Fuego Del Sol greeted Miro with a third Tornado DDT. Fuego attempted a fourth Tornado DDT, but uh, Miro plucked him out of the air and smashed him with a Samoan drop. Miro knocked off Fuego's uh, head with a big kick. Well, not literally, but you know. And then applied the game over submission. Fuego Del Sol quickly tapped out. After the match, Miro would tear up Fuego Del Sol's contract, adding insult to injury. But when we came back from commercial break, Sammy Guevara's music hit. Tony Khan handed a clipboard to the Spanish god as he was walking down the ramp. Fuego, people love uh, these people love you, and a lot of guys back there love you too. Since you're my best friend, Tony Khan thought it was only appropriate to come out here to say that Fuego del Sol is all elite. Sammy Guevara handed Fuego del Sol the clipboard with an AEW contract and hugged him. The arena erupted in cheers. This is really cool, dude, because Fuego del Sol has been been on AEW dark for a while now, and everybody, all the fans, they love him. So it's cool to see him see him finally get a contract. Right? Awesome. Alright, next up, the main event, AEW Women's World Championship match. The world champion, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD with Rebel, took on Red Velvet. 
Britt Baker looked to lock in or look for the lockjaw right away, but Red Velvet would escape. She countered with a wrist lock. They got to their feet and shoved at one another. Velvet got another wrist lock. Uh, she was going to stomp Baker's injured arm, but she hesitated. Baker charged the corner, but Red Velvet would dodge it. Baker's injured arm smacked into the turnbuckle. Red Velvet dropped the champion with a leg lariat and followed up with a moonsault press for a near fall. Baker went for a clothesline, but Velvet blocked it, forcing more pressure on Baker's injured arm. Chris Statlander, Statlander was showed scouting the match from the front row. Baker was reaching for the lockjaw, but Red Velvet rolled her back for a two count. Red Velvet ripped off Baker's glove and cranked on back on her hand. Rebel jumped the apron and distracted Red Velvet. Uh, ref Paul Turner ejected Rebel, and Red Velvet nailed Britt Baker with a beautiful moonsault. Baker, though, would ra uh, rally back with a stirb comp on stirb curb stomp. There we go. Say it right. On Red Velvet for a two count. Red Velvet tried to put a lockjaw on Britt Baker, but Baker would encounter it. Baker switched it up and trapped Red Velvet with the lockjaw, forcing Red Velvet to tap out. After the match, Britt Baker uh, continued her assault on Red Velvet. Chris Statlander jumped the guardrail and came to Red Velvet's aid. Out of nowhere, a woman dressed in black attire began to hit Statlander and then stomp on her. It was Jamie Hayter coming from coming to the aid of Britt Baker. So back after so many months. Mm -hmm. That's pretty crazy. Um, yeah, man. Uh, Britt Baker kind of turning into a, a, a badass heel, dude. I kind of like it. Mm -hmm. It's kind of sexy. <laughs> and she's from Pittsburgh, dude. So she's a Steelers fan. I love her. <laughs> of course you Let's do. Let's do it. Plus, you know, you have a thing for uh, women in the in the medical industry, whether it's a dentist or a nurse. Shh. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, bro. Yeah, we know what you, you know. You know. <laughs> hello, nurse. Yep, definitely it helps that uh, Britt Baker's well, nothing. To, hello, doctor. That's right. It's definitely not nothing to sneeze at, that's for sure. Hey, no. All right, man, are you ready to switch gears and get on to Dynamite this past week? Let's do it, brother. For the first time in 20 years, Sting would be wrestling on TNT Oof. in a Texas Tornado tag match with Darby Allen, and he they would take on 2.0, Jeff Park, and Matt Lee. Darby Allen laid out Daniel Garcia with his skateboard. Darby Allen and Sting hit 2.0 with the stereo Stinger splashes. The two teams brawled into the upper uh, concourse of the arena. Daniel Garcia jumped back into the fray. 2.0 used the two for two for the show on Dan, uh, Darby into the concrete wall. Darby Allen walked down the cor uh, concourse ramp and dove onto 2.0 and Daniel Garcia. Eddie Kingston came back out and got some shots in on 2.0 and Garcia. Jeff Parker took out Sting's leg. 2.0 suplexed Darby spine first onto the trucks of his own skateboard. Sting will rally back and took on 2.0 by himself. 2.0 hoisted up Sting and power bombed him through a table. Sting popped right back up. Darby drop kicked 2.0 into Sting's arms, and Sting nailed them with a scorpion death drop. Sting applied a double scorpion death lock onto 2.0 and made them tap out. <laughs> Love it. The franchise, baby. He's back. And he don't even he don't even flinch when somebody throws his ass through a table. How you doing? That's right. He took it like a champ. <laughs> Just got right back up. It's kind of being the... Uh, Undertaker for AEW right now. I love it. I love it. The uh, unfortunate dream match we never got. All right. That would have been something to see. All right, next up, the chairman, Sean Spears, taking on the Spanish god, Sammy Guevara. Sammy came out to a thunderous reaction. 
Spears tried to jump on him, but Sammy noticed him and countered. Sammy rocketed off the ramp onto Spears. Sammy then walked over and kissed his fiance Pam. That's, by the way, uh, the Spanish God is now engaged. Uh, the Spanish God then rammed Spears into the guardrail. Spears got caught, uh, got up, and he and Tully double-teamed Sammy with a stuffed pile driver. How do you stuff pile drive somebody? A stuffed pile driver. I swear I need to start reading these over a little bit more. <laughs> Tully called for a second stuffed pile driver, whatever that's supposed to be. But Rev Aubrey Edwards ejected him from the ringside area. Spears dropped down, uh, dropped his knee pad, er- dropped down his knee pad area, exposing his shin bone, and then blasted Sammy with knee strikes. Sammy caught Spears with a head kick. Sammy was then looking for a cutter, but Spears moved out of the way. Sammy rolled up Spears for a near fall. They exchanged chops. Spears got the better of Sammy, picking him up vertically and then dropping him on his knee. Spears mounted Sammy and began to ground and pound. A- a ground and pound attack. Guevara placed a rail between the edge of the ring and the barricade wall. Both men jumped onto the turn to, on the top turnbuckle. Spears would flip off, off flip Sammy off with a middle finger. That's crazy. I love how they just flip each other off all the time. It's great. Sammy answered with a huge cutter off the top rope, though, for a near fall. The momentum changed when Spears got Sammy up with the avalanche C4 uh, from the ropes for a two count on Sammy. Spears hoisted up Sammy, but Sammy countered with a thrust kick and then ran. Oh, and then a Death Valley driver onto the barricade. Oof. Sammy hit Spears with a 360 uh, centon, but somehow Spears kicked out. Sammy rolled down his knee pad and rocked Spears with three consecutive knees. Sammy said this was over, lifted up Spears, and smashed him with a, D, with a GTH for the pin. Damn, dude. This was a good mess, man. And, uh,. Hats off to Sammy Guevara, dude, because Sean Spears ain't nobody to play with, and uh, he's the bigger man out of the two, so it's always good to see the underdog win. Yes, sir. All right, next up, AEW World Tag Team Championship match. The tag champs, the Young Bucks, Nick and Matt Jackson, with the good brothers, Brandon Cutler and Don Callis. That ring time with them. Excuse me. Yeah, excuse me. And Jurassic Express, Jungle Boy, and Lotusaurus with Marco Stunt. So the Jurassic Express was outnumbered for this one. Nick Jackson hit Jungle Boy with a shoulder tackle. Nick backflipped off the ring apron. Uh, Jungle Boy took flight and crashed in la- and crash landed onto Nick Jackson. Lotusaurus would tag in, and Nick quickly tagged out to Matt. Lotusaurus hit a sidewalk slam on Matt for a near fall. Jungle Boy tagged in and connected with a senton splash onto Matt. Uh, Jungle Boy took Nick Jackson down with a hurricanrana over the ropes. Uh, Matt Jackson surprised Luchasaurus with a diving crossbody block off the top rope, or top turnbuckle, onto the floor. The fans in the arena became unglued watching the high-flying action unfold. Jungle Boy was trying to fight out of the corner of the champions. He finally rolled through and got his hot tag to Luchasaurus. The big mass dino pancaked the Bucks, overwhelming them with his prehistoric strength. Jungle Boy was on the top rope with Nick Jackson. Luchasaurus would walk up to Jungle Boy who then proceeded to hit a brain buster on Nick, jumping off Luchasaurus's back. Luchasaurus followed up with a tail whip to the Young Bucks and then served up double choke slams. Jungle Boy jumped off Luchasaurus's back, but this time he was met with super kicks from the Young Bucks. The champs followed that up with an assisted indie taker on Jungle Boy, but Jungle Boy kicked out before the three count. Kenny Omega would run down the wing, run down to the ring and wallop Marco Stunt with a steel chair. Kenny tossed the chair to Matt Jackson. Christian Cage chased after Omega and began brawling with him. 
Omega's plan backfired as Jungle Boy rocked Matt Jackson with a brain buster on the chair. Nick Jackson was there to break the count, though. The Young Bucks double-teamed Jungle Boy with the, BE, with the BTE trigger, which allowed Matt Jackson to pin Jungle Boy. Ooh, and they retain. were this close to, to losing it, bro. Mm-hmm. This close. I mean, and like you and I always say with AEW, there's always some type of distraction, somebody coming out. You never know what's going to happen. You and, really don't. And, of course, Kenny Omega is going to be a douche and come out. and Yeah. All right. So... Ended a good, good shot for Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. So. Right. Now I did del- end up deleting this because it was just a long monologue of stuff. But it was announced in between this match and the, that match and the next match that Paul White will be making his AEW in-ring debut at All Out against Q.T. Marshall. Ha 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 ha. I'm sorry, QT Marshall. You're going to be dead, dude. Yep. So, the big man. I'll call him the big man because yeah. I don't think I can get away with calling him what he used to be called in no. WWE. But, Paul White will be making his first wrestling debut. The giant Paul White. There we go. We can do that, too. All right. Up next, we had Super Bad Penelope Ford versus Thunder Rosa. Thunder Rosa dropkicked Ford into the turnbuckles. And then she would charge with a big elbow. Uh, then she found her mark with kicks to Ford. Thunder Rosa then would drop kick, uh, dr- yeah, drop kicked Penelope Ford to the arena floor. Ford though would rally back with a massive cutter on the outside. Rosa was searching for a fire thunder driver, but Penelope would counter it. Penelope applied the muta lock to Rosa, but Rosa countered with a single leg grab. Penelope managed to grab the bottom rope, causing the ref Paul Turner to break the hold. Thunder Rosa would spike Ford with a spinning Death Valley pop, uh, Death Valley driver sorry, for a near fall. Penelope applied the Indian Death Lock and Thunder Rosa countered by capturing Penelope's Ford, Penelope Ford's leg. And then she applied a submission, forcing Penelope Ford to tap out. It's just like that, dude. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, that's what I like about uh, the technician in some wrestlers. You know what I mean? They can counter something so quick and the match is done. Yeah. So that's yeah. I mean, Thunder Rosa is awesome, dude. So yeah, yes, that's cool. Dude. She's very talented. I love it. So are you ready for the main event? Let's get it, brother. The main event. That's right. We are now ready for the labors of Jericho, chapter five. That's right. We finally have arrived to the pinnacles. MJF, MJF versus the Demo God, Chris Jericho. The stipulation: no Judas entrance and no Judas effect. If Jericho uses Judas Effect, he will be disqualified. The entire arena sang Jericho's theme song as he made his entrance, entrance, and it was a spectacular acapella rendition of Judas. Yes, baby. Judas, no. (laughs) Sorry, had a TikTok moment. (laughs) So, here we go. MJF would shove at Jericho and then slap him in the face once. They locked up, but Jericho went for a line tamer. Uh, MJF would roll out, uh, roll out to the outside. Jericho elevated himself over the top rope and hit a body press on MJF on the arena floor. MJF grabbed Jericho by the tights and pulled him into the barricade. MJF then would grab a TV camera and taking a page out of Jericho's own playbook. MJF gave the fans in the arena and watching at home the middle finger. 
Jericho got to his feet and punched the TV camera, knocking it right into MJF's, MJF's face. Yes, baby. Right. Back in the ring, MJF started working over Jericho's injured braced arm. Jericho punched and chopped, chopped back at MJF. He took Max down with a couple of uh, shoulder tackles. Jericho followed that up with a big double sledgehammer off the top rope. MJF countered with a judo throw onto Jericho into the corner. MJF yanked the brace off of Jericho's left arm. Jericho pulled out of the line salt on or pulled out a line salt on MJF for a two count. Jericho rocked MJF with a ten, with ten forearm clotheslines in the corner. Uh, he hoisted MJF onto the top turnbuckle and brought him back down with a hurricanrana. MJF transitioned into the salt of the earth armbar. He chomped down on Jericho's fingers. Jericho would roll through, though, and looking for the walls of Jericho. MJF kicked up and landed right on Jericho's jaw. Uh, MJF uh, spiked Jericho with a heat seeker pen, uh, pendulum pile driver. Well, that's a lot to say right there. MJF held out ref Aubrey Edwards so she couldn't see as he kicked a low blow into Jericho. MJF uh, then applied the lion tamer to Jericho. Jericho had enough gas in the tank to crawl to the bottom rope and grab it, forcing the ref to break the hold. Jericho would then grab his baseball bat while MJF grabbed his dynamite diamond ring. Ref Aubrey, Aubrey Edwards saw MJF with the foreign object and pried it away from him. Uh, while he she had her back turned, Jericho waffled MJF with the baseball bat. Jericho was about to smack MJF with a Judas effect, but remember the mass, match stipulations. The moment of hesitation, though, cost Jericho because MJF seized the opportunity to hit the Judas effect on Jericho. MJF applied the salt to the earth's armbar, and Jericho tapped out. Oi, yeah, man, it's like it's like teacher versus student, right? I mean, mm -hmm. this is this this crazy, and uh, it, it sucks to see Jericho lose, but you know they're setting MJ up, MJF up to be, you know, the next contender, the next big mm -hmm. guy in the in the in the uh, company. So we'll right. see what happens. Yeah, it's definitely going to be interesting to see what happens with that. I'm just, I, I'm just totally glad it wasn't like, oh, your career's <clears throat> on the line here, right? Though, I mean, he's, uh, he did an interview recently talking about how he wants to go out, and he said he doesn't want the swan song goodbye. He said he might not, even, fans might not even know he's left. So, when he does retire, he might just wrestle, go out, go out on your own terms, yeah. just kind of wrestle and then be gone, and you won't even know he's gone. I, I like that idea, too, because you know what? I mean, I'm getting tired of seeing these retirement matches, dude. Like, I'm sorry. When we seen Shawn Michaels and Ric Flair, you can't, I can't do those. I mean, I, I, I'm still for trying to do that career versus career match we talked about last week. Oh, yeah. That would be more fun to talk about, Sting versus Ric Flair for a career versus career match. Oh, yeah, dude. I mean, if, if Ric Flair can get in the ring again. I mean, he's acting like he's going to at some point. So we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. We well, definitely will see what happens with that. Um, but, you know, it's it's really good to see Rick still still alive and kicking after everything he's gone through, too. So Yeah. I did read an article today, too, that talked about if what happens tonight on Rampage. By the way, Rampage is on tonight at 10 o'clock Eastern on uh, TNT. Be sure to check it out. Because somebody is supposed to make an appearance. The tonight. best in the world. But I did read an article saying that WWE will keep its eye on tonight. Because if someone does make his appearance tonight, 
at AEW, that means we might see a title change hands tomorrow that would be counteract the news of tonight. That's so dumb, dude. But then again, I guess it kind of sets it up. AEW versus WWE. Mm-hmm. So, depending on if someone shows up tonight, might determine the outcome of the but, Universal Championship match. But see, match. I don't even look at the Universal title like it's the prestigious title. Right, but the fact is it gives them the headline that Cena is now the new all-time title holder. Yeah. Over Ric Flair. Because that to a lot of people, that might be bigger news than CM Punk's return to wrestling. That's just going to piss people off. Yeah. But see, I could also see this. If Cena's not going to fight, why not let him win it that night and let, I don't know, hopefully they get the uh, Money in the Bank contract resolved properly, give it back to Big E, and let Big E cash it in on Cena. Then he basically just turns around and drops it. Yeah. Gets his gets his big story, and then uh, reigns in... Um, Big E can then feud going into uh, Survivor Series when they are expecting The Rock to make an appearance. That would be a good way to do it. You get what you want. The headline, because Cena's now the multi-time... And and then check this out. At the end of the match at Survivor (laughs) Series, when Big E and and Roman Reigns are going at it, Mm -hmm. The Rock's music... Appears and then, like, it distracts Biggie and, and Roman hits him with the spear yeah. and pins him, and then it sets up the eventual road to WrestleMania title shot that we're about to witness. And he's, you know, you know, then, then The Rock comes out and, oh, cousin, cousin, and then, bam, yeah. on the head of the well, we do got to add a couple matches because we have a couple matches for the SummerSlam that we were not made aware of until now, actually. We have two new matches added to the card. So I guess we'll give our thoughts on those real quick and then we'll run down the rest of the card. Let's do it. RKO, RK Bro will take on the Raw Tag Team Champions AJ Styles and Amos for the Raw Tag Team titles. Go RK Bro, man. I hope they win this one. Yeah, though, when we last... When I last saw this, uh, Randy Orton's return resulted in uh, <laughs> landing an RKO on his RK bro. Hey, man. <laughs> Who cares? Yeah. They could still win the titles and make it interesting. Yeah, then there's that. Uh, and then next up, Alexa Bliss takes on Eva Marie. Eva Marie. Interesting. We'll see what happens with this. Mm-hmm. Here's a reminder. Make coffee the next morning. Oh, you're Alexis. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all like, did she really think you needed to remind us of something? Oh, that was great. Wow. Uh, anyways, so, um, all right. So, uh, yeah, that's definitely going to be yeah, intriguing. Alexa, Alexis is going to win. Oh, yeah, definitely. I don't even know. I still don't even get why they keep forcing Eva Marie down her throats, honestly. Speaking of Alexa. Huh? Yeah, I know, right? That that's why just, I thought she that started. That was creepy, dude. That's why I thought she started in because <laughs> I thought she's you. I thought she thought you were setting a reminder about because <laughs> she heard her name. That's anyway. funny, man. All right, so then the rest of the uh, card is Drew McIntyre versus Jinder Mahal, United States Champion Sheamus versus Damian Priest. Edge versus Seth Rollins, 
As of right now, still going on, SmackDown Women's Champion Bianca Belair versus Sasha Banks. We'll find out tonight, I guess, if that will be the case um, for sure on SmackDown, which actually is just now starting, so we got to get this podcast out there quickly. <laughs> Anyways, uh, SmackDown Tag Champions, the Usos take on the Mysterios, Bobby Lashley versus Goldberg for the women, uh, women's, sorry, WWE <laughs> Championship. My bad. Just because they both got huge man boobs. <laughs> wow, bro. Anyways, Raw Women's Champion Nikki A.S.H. Or Nikki Ash, as I like to call it, call her. Uh, versus Rhea Ripley and Charlotte Flair in a triple threat match. And then, of course, Universal Champion Roman Reigns versus John Cena in the main event. Yeah, give me a good lineup, baby. SummerSlam, are we getting set up for it, dude? Yes, sir. We have some good food, have some good times. <sighs> mm-hmm. And uh, just have a good day. Yes, sir. Looking forward to tomorrow. It's going to be fun. Got to have so much. We got a lot to do tomorrow, too, to get ready for that. So I'm looking forward to it. And fortunately, we won't be watching it on the big screen. Yeah. That's the only bummer. We had a little bit of a mishap with that. But uh, hopefully by next pay-per-view, we'll be back on the big, on screen. The big screen, baby. That's the way we like it. All right, man. So... Be sure we will not have the episode tomorrow because obviously we're doing it right now. So, be sure to tune into SummerSlam and check it out. You got uh, Rampage on tonight. You got SmackDown currently just started, and then Sunday we'll be back with more baseball, basketball talk because we got some stuff to talk about. Baseball's getting ready for the turn to the fall, baby. I'm looking for oh yes, playoff time, baby. We love it. Yes, sir. We're getting close. It's down to the rot wire now for these. Um, division races and the wild card races are getting tighter. The Yankees are actually rising up in the East. They surpassed the Boston Red Sox. So it's going to be fun on the bun. And then, of course, we'll be back next week, either Tuesday or Wednesday, depending on how things go, with more NASCAR football talk. I'm looking forward to that as well. Are you looking forward to that as well? Definitely. Me too. Because we got a lot to talk about there, too. Because we got some football stuff to get into. Loving it, baby. We're getting close. Yes. Yes. Probably might end up being Wednesday because I'm going to be too excited about the Jaguar Saints game on Monday Night Football. Are you ready, brother? I'm ready. We are ready. I'm looking forward to this. And then, of course, we'll be back next Saturday with the results. Of SummerSlam and our thoughts. Yes, we will be back on Saturday next week. Yes. 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 And that's also next weekend's college football kickoff weekend. Yes, baby. Looking forward to that, too. Ooh, it's going to be a good weekend. And yeah. another good weekend. It's going gonna, it's gonna to make uh, football more football talk way more interesting, baby. Yes, How sir. do it? All right, so that will do it for us here at Sports Talk. And as always, keep, keep on, on talking, talking sports. sports. Hey everyone, this is Big Man. This is Cooper. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode, but be sure to check us out on our social medias. On Facebook at Cooper Big Man. Our Facebook page, Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. On Twitter at Cooper underscore Big Man ST. On Instagram, also at Cooper Big underscore Big Man ST. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. 
we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. At TikTok at sportstalk.cooper.bigman. Or you can email us at sportstalk with Cooper in Big Man. That's sportstalk, W-I-T, Cooper, the letter N, Big Man, and that's at gmail.com. Thank you for tuning in, and we love you guys for checking us out. Be sure to catch us on our next episode.